Hi everybody and welcome back to the Gentleman's Talk. Your host James Dean Littlejohn is here to talk about mental health. Men's mental health. Which does fall into a lot of character. I do talk about men's mental health predominantly because I am a man so I talk about my experiences. That's what this is about. Living, learning, understanding ourselves. Um, but it does cross over into a lot, of li- a lot of areas. It really does. And the more I talk about it, the more that it does cross over to a lot of us. We, we all experience some sort of mental health uh, time, sort of incident, maybe. I don't know. Maybe incident acts. I don't know. We all experience something mental health related throughout our life. Um, you know, even those rich ones, you know, the ones that are filthy rich, they'll experience some sort of um, mental health problem. I'm sure they will. So... Because of that, we need to raise awareness. That's what this is about. This is about me talking about mental health, explaining about mental health, and trying my damnedest to take the stigma away from talking about mental health. It's, it's so important. It's Let's not look at this as a weakness. Let's not look at this as... I know we... and it's A lot of this is going to be caveated with the fact that I talk like this anyway, but... We do associate a lot of negativity with mental health, don't we? And um, vulnerability, weakness. Um, they're, they're all sort of kind of key words that we associate with mental health, which is what instantly puts up a barrier. So we don't want to talk about it. We're like, fuck that. I don't want to be seen as vulnerable and weak and fucking all that, you know, fluffy stuff. Um, but there's a serious side to this. And the serious side is it's debilitating. It's crippling. It's... It steals time away from your life, and that's why we must talk about it. So here I am. How have you been then? How how are you? I hope you're okay. I hope you you've had a good. I mean, I'm, I'm this Sunday for me, so I don't know when I could what sort of timeline you are listening to this. Um, if you're like my very good friend Nelster, he'll test text me as soon as I've um uploaded, and he's ready to go. He is thick and fast number one fan. And nobody is going to beat him on that one. Um, and then, But you could be listening anytime, so I don't really know. But I hope you've had a good build-up to listening to me now. And I hope that maybe I offer you some sort of insight, some sort of, I don't know, food for thought, shall we say. So something we can take away, we can develop ourselves. Even me, look, I, I managed to say develop myself without bet- saying better myself. That's because we're talking about it. I'm changing my own mindset. You know, I'm not going to the point where I'm trying to take out words from Roald Dahl old books. <laughs> that's a different that's a different discussion right there. But what I'm saying is we're changing our mindset. When we're trying to take away, understand the pillars of mental health. Understand that there is an element of vulnerability. I spoke about that in depth in my uh, in, in one of my, my, my previous podcasts. Um, and it is true. You do almost you, you are very vulnerable, very vulnerable. Um, but we're here to try and mitigate that. We're trying to chuck a little bit of health and safety in there, a little bit of well-being, you know, the good stuff that we're so very much, we're so trying, we're trying our damnedest at the moment to try and promote positivity and uh, and mental health and well-being and all that good stuff. But it's so difficult in such a negative world with fucking World War Three on its fucking knees, literally ready to go. Um, you know, the four plays over now, we're fucking, we're, we're almost in, you know what I mean? So um, there's loads of uncertainty, cost of living crisis, you know, wages at their all time lows. There's a, there's a hell of a lot to be anxious about. There's a hell of a lot to be stressed about. 
some of us are crashing our housing markets some of us are loans are crashing there's all sorts of stuff and if you're battling mental health as well christ alive it's a world it's a minefield minefield I'm going to say minefield. It could be a minefield, actually. Minefield. So we're going we're to change this. It's a minefield, but we're going to add a D on it because it's our mind. And it is a minefield. It really is. Um, you know, it, it, we don't know whether we're coming or going. Um, and, and it's really, really important. So what I wanted to talk about, I mean, upon uh, apart from my reflection bit, the bit that I like to do, I like to talk about my bullshit fucking life, as I say. <laughs> you know, I like to talk about it and how I deal with things. I've had a... I've had a relatively up and down week, to be honest with you. Um, you know, sort of it, like I said, my last podcast been really positive, and I, you know what, I've got some, I got some really supportive friends, and um, I, I, I think that they've all kind of left a little bit of a mark. Uh, when I said to them, you know, I was, I often say, you know, afterwards, can you leave some feedback and likes and comments because you know this is a really important part for me. So I do like to try and spread the word. Uh, I like to try and help people, and. They did. They started doing that. So, and that's really, really like amazing. It does make me feel really good. So, I just want to say thank you. And it didn't go unnoticed. Uh, I wanted to talk about very much on my podcast because they listen. Clearly, they listen because you know people are liking, commenting, sharing, talking about you know. And um, and my friends have always done that. They're really, really supportive in that sense. And that's what we nurture. We nurture the right people that want to see you succeed. Um, so I've had that. They left a couple of comments that sort of chirped me up a little bit this week. And then, you know, work was a bit sort of mundane, as they say, this week for me. It was OK. But then I found out my colleague, a very good friend of mine, I spoke about him on previous podcasts. He's up and leaving. It's like uh, so I, I did feel, you know, it did affect me because, um, you know, like I said, for me, I've always um, looked at work as my extension of family. I, I spend more time with people in work than I do with my own family. So it's really important that I gel and I bond with those people. And, you know, I, I've been very, very fortunate in my employments. Uh, not all employments, but I mean, like, you know, when I worked with my best mate for years, that was an incredible time for me. Uh, and then when you move away from that, that sort of kind of, uh, you know, that nice environment where you get to work with your best mate every fucking day, and you move away, for, uh, you know, as, as you all know, I, I lived away for seven years. And then when I sort of came back and tried to rebuild my mental health, um, you know, I was it, it was a difficult time for me. Different, uh, I, I took on like a massive jump. And I think that that's a lot of the times I and even now when I'm talking about this right now, it's reflecting in my head because I've never reflected on this. And I did. I left a, a very, very a work that I absolutely loved. I mean, I genuinely loved my job. Um it just happened to be the place it was was it was it was it was miles away from from my family at the time you know and and nothing the, the things that i planned didn't go to plan and it was a very difficult time but i loved that job i literally loved it it was so easy for me um because i could be myself i could um i didn't have to ever worry i literally you know i get to paint i was able to be creative i was able it was a perfect job it really really was i was very sad to go um, and I genuinely, I've, I don't think I've ever said that, you know, I had a lot of bitterness towards leaving, uh, but I was very sad because, you know, I left, a, not only did I leave a job that I loved and knew like the back of my hand, so I never had to worry, um, you know, I got, I, I stopped working with my best friend. So, you know, and I lost, I lost friends, friendships with, with some very good, very, very, very close people. So, you know, I, I, I jumped out of that sort of area and went into a completely new area and, and again was a little bit ostracized by the way because I'm quite an outlandish type of person 
and then I got to meet this guy and like I said I'm not you know not in a negative sense but you know it was kind of personalities as well very much sort of kind of aligned in that sort of kind of good positive way and it made work bearable you know and it's very much you know that's what it is you, you try to make work as bearable as possible but anyway before I digress into something it shouldn't be and it's not uh, it, it's it, it just you know it was very nice for him to see he's gone off he's done his bit he's done his jazz and he's got promoted so fantastic work it's just obviously for me that's like a bit of a kick because you're like fuck you know, I, I kind of enjoyed working and all that sort of stuff. And, and then you kind of go, right, OK, well, so we've got to re do a bit of a, a bit of a dwell, a bit of a look into that ourselves and see if we can find a way of just making it better. You know, it's one of those things when you have a good team that succeeds, it's re you, you know, you lose one of those chinks in the chain. You, you become a weak link. Do you know what I mean? So it's very important that we try and nurture that. And it's I'm very much like I have the similar mindset to my 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 home life. And my friendships is what I do in work. You know, I like to build relationships, build friendships, and then make things work because it makes everything bearable. Everything in life is can be difficult, can really kick you in the fucking dick sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you don't even realise. You could be half asleep and someone's jamming a fucking dildo up your bum and you don't even realise, unlubricated. And then you're like, wow, I didn't expect that fucker. Do you see what I mean? So it's kind of, for me, it's... Life is made bearable by having the right people around you. And I've said this all along, you know, nurturing the right people, making sure you've got the people that want to support you, making sure the people that are around you want to see you succeed. And that's very much where, where I sort of reflected back and went, well, I want you to succeed, mate, so fucking go forth. In actual fact, I did find out it was, uh, you know, it was a well-earned um, promotion. Um, and for him, he's looking at getting on the housing ladder, young family, etc., etc. So it was the perfect thing for him. And absolutely don't hold him back, you know. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect people... I've been held back. So I absolutely know what that feels like. But, yeah, so I had a bit of a roller coaster of a week. And then, you know, kind of um, my week completed in a, in a bit of a, a funny way, really, actually. So, and this was... A, it, was a, it was a big positive. Um but also an emotional experience. Um, not so much direct, indirectly for me, but I, my brother, so basically I, I went to help my brother um, on the Friday and he was moving house. He's, he's, uh, he was renting a house for like eight years and then the landlord decided to sell his house. So, uh, you know, literally gave him his, his four weeks notice and, and fucking off you pop. So that's a bit of an upheaval, you know, and it's a very traumatic time for most people. But um, he... He did. His, he did an absolutely phenomenal job. Anyway, long story short, was he's found a, a bigger place, a better place, something more homely, uh, just around the corner. He's been doing a lot of work, burning the candle at both ends because he's been working, raising his fucking family, and doing this move. He's done absolutely phenomenal and um, commendable work, and it just goes to show the resilience and strength. But you know the the, the chink in the armor, the, which which I felt very very. Um, I'm going to talk about it because I think it's worth talking about because it's a it's a very beautiful experience. But also, me and my dad went up on the uh, Friday, just us, uh, to go and help my brother move the final big bits. And um, he came around the corner. We had a little fucking wave as we were driving up to his house. And then I jumped out of the car and he walked towards me and, and he, he was fucking crying because he was happy. He just like, I know I've got two people I can rely on. My brother and my fucking dad are here. And then my dad started fucking crying just because he fucking does you know, he's fucking almost 17 he fucking i mean unbelievable i, I stood there like I, I i genuinely i have no emotion boys i'm sorry i i, I literally have nothing i have nothing i can do here please please man up is what i said <laughs> so please man up <laughs> and it goes goes against completely against the grain in terms of what i believe in but anyway 
I can reflect and I've reflected since. So that evening, Friday evening, just to give a, a little context, I did. I reflected and do you know what I mean? I didn't get I didn't get upset, but um I felt really, really empowered by the fact that I was part of that experience. That he felt so comfortable to relax, uh, uh, you know, as a man, a full-grown man, and just let his emotions out and go. It was almost like a thank you. I know we're going to get shit done. There's going to be banter flying everywhere because my fucking bro's here and my dad's fucking here. So, and it was, it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, so yeah, really good fucking experience. And it was kind of like, and when I reflected on that in the evening, it was a nice experience because I felt really sort of empowered to be part of that emotion although i didn't get upset i know i didn't get upset it's because of my antidepressants so yeah i i'm i'm literally emotionless dead in fucking side because that's the only way i can survive because you know i'm an emotional person as it is at the best of times and i know that sounds counterintuitive but what i mean is you know without the antidepressants it's literally fucking it's, it's lose control and i i haven't quite got the grasp of my um my my anger issues enough to come off antidepressants because that's where i go you know so it's one of those things i know my i'm i'm an, i'm understanding my body and that and that's the main thing so um I came back. We did the removal all day. Fucking banter was absolutely fucking flowing. It was it was hilarious. I I, I did fucking I lifted way too many stupid things. You know the bravado. The big brother tried to do as best as he can. Uh, Notice my dad's almost seventy. Uh, my brother's already done like sixteen runs before us. So I did my bit. I did my bit, and I'm paying the price now. But all of that was a wonderful experience, and I've had quite a few of those wonderful experiences. And this is really a kind of uh, a way of me sort of reflecting, but diving into a little bit of the topic. And that's hard fucking work pays off. That's what I call it. I didn't call it fucking because I'm not like I'm not. But I want I like swearing. Um, hard work pays off. That's what I've called this. Now, there's a lot of you listening will go. Of course, hard work pays off. Yes, James. I, 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 okay, mate. I know. Yeah. If you fucking know it, then do it. And this is the this is the the bit I want to underpin. This is the bit I want to really fucking bolster up. You know, I want to I want to fucking pound the drum. This is the bit. Hard work does pay off, and it's okay saying hard work pays off. It's okay saying fucking mental health is a vulnerability. It's okay saying this, 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 and this. We can all say the things, but what we need to do is underpin it with evidence. When you underpin things with evidence and you give it a bit of passion, a bit of love, hopefully you actually look at it from the context it is. Now, what do I mean by hard work pays off? Well, hard work pays off. Here I am, an example of a hard work pays off. I'm trying to cut down on my diet and I'm actually drinking a cup of tea, not a fucking glass of gin. That's hard work pays off in my eyes. As I slurp my gin. No, what I mean by this is, I've... it's really difficult to sort of talk about um, evidence of, of hard work paying off without sounding like you're in a little bit of an arrogant prick. Um, can I please start by saying, whenever I say this, this is not me being big-headed um, by any stretch of the imagination. What this is showing you is things can pay off. Now, um, I think the way that we sort of, the way everything is, seems to be changing a little bit of a dynamic in the way that I parent, the way that I, the way that I look at life, um, the things that happened to me, like I said, you know, I saw my colleague, you know, rightly so get promoted. Well, I looked at that and went, okay, well, he's on his own fucking path. I, I wasn't part of the final path. I, do you remember when I talk about people dip in, deep, dip out of your life? They can come in, offer you a really good experience and disappear. That does, that's no harm in that. And that's very much what you have to remember. Don't take um, offense to him because he's moved on. Carry on on your path. 
and all that does really is enlighten me a little bit just by going okay then i would have i i could have quite happily got comfortable well, the fact of the matter is I don't want to get comfortable. I want to get into a place where I want to enjoy work again. So whatever that means, when I can w wake up every morning and go, I fucking love this job and I'm paid accordingly for my experience and knowledge, I'll be a happy fucking man. Absolutely. But what do I mean by hard work pays off? Rightly so. It's everything that you do. So I, I started the Etsy store, what, two months ago? Okay, means nothing, but... I started that on a on a, a Google fucking search on how to make fucking money. I'd seen a TikTok and it was like, you can make passive money through uh, drawing designs, which I can do. Um, drawing designs, uploading them to Printify, etc. You you can find this out pretty fucking simple. Linking it to your Etsy, people buy through and it prints. You just have to be the middleman, really, just to make sure that everything goes off. Tickety-boo. Um, and, you know, it was, one of those, it was one of those ones where I didn't really invest a great deal. And there could have been some possibilities. And, and that actually transpired into Etsy being used for my artwork. I've, I've made a sale this week on one of my artwork. I must say that. I am proud of that. Uh, so one of my art pieces, I do smash glass um, artwork. And um, I've made a sale, which is fucking apps. I'm so proud of that because that's like a big thing if you've been trying to do art um, for a long time. And I have in and out. Never really found something I really wanted to grip hold of. And this just seems to fit for me. I enjoy the process, enjoy the product. Um, but what I mean is, with everything that you do for hard work, ev absolutely everything, when you actually commit to it, like I said, they, when you can commit to that, and the, the Etsy thing is nothing, it's sat in the background, I do a little bit of management, but not a great deal, and it can make a bit of money on the side, so it's helping me sort of promote myself, etc. That's a big positive, that's hard work's paid off. I'm, what, uh, 18 months into the, my podcast and I'm absolutely loving it to the point where I've invested in a microphone to try and give myself a little bit more kudos. I've also invested in software to make sure that I'm say I'm I'm you know I'm I'm recording properly to make myself my, myself sound better. I'm investing in Podbean, the next one up, which is like thirty pounds a month, which is quite considerable, but offers me more abilities and offers me unlimited um, cameras, uh, a video sorry video recording, so I can do a bit of video recording, which is what I wanted to do. So there's loads of things that that come to fruition um, when you apply yourself properly and give yourself the right time the right commitment and and anybody that will say to you is, uh, over my previous years i'm a little bit fucking crazy i I've, I've tried a dog walking business and i went out and walked fucking dogs for like a week and i was like yeah okay that's pretty good i made like 60 quid whatever it was i never stuck to it because the pandemic hit and then i just never but i've had all these fucking crazy ideas about doing such and such but for the first time I found, and this is the rewarding bit, is I've found something that I enjoy. Like, I love this podcast. I love talking to you. I love talking about the issues and the problems that we face. And it, it, it's really important to talk about it so we understand the stigma. And hard work really does pay off. And when you apply yourself properly, give yourself the proper commitment and give it the length of time that it needs. And I've, I've spoke about this endlessly. You know what I'm going to say. Learned habit, three months. That's what you need to do. And it does become a learned habit. I know now, every fucking Sunday, religiously now, I feel I've, I've missed it once and I got absolutely berated by my friend for it. Um, but I love it because I, 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 it's something I actually look forward to. And that's because it helps me. It's helping boost myself. It's helping give myself, give myself that focus, that energy, that commitment. And I think that by doing this for over a year, I'm actually committed to it. 
And when I saw, and, and to add a little bit of, I suppose, when I spoke about that little um, scene with my brother later on in that day, um, it was quite, he came up to me and he said to me, James, do you know what's got me through this last week? And I was like, all right, mate. And, and bearing in mind, we moved to his new house. We, we, we walked around to his new house and we saw it and we were just chatting away. And he said, do you know what's got me through? And I'd just seen him obviously get upset and, and emotional, which it was a happy emotion. And uh, I was like, no, what's up, mate? He said, mate, I've just listened to your podcasts. Literally, it's got me through. Uh, I think it's fucking amazing. And to hear that from your brother, number one, is an amazing feeling. And, uh, you know, I've, I, I've had, I must underpin that as well with um, Nelly's done the same as well. A good friend of mine messaged me and just literally put a thing saying, look, I really fucking appreciate you. Thanks very much. And, and you know, after this length of time, it's it's those little messages that mean the world to me. And I genuinely mean the world. Like I said, I when I get committed to being a friend, I, I'm a genuine friend. Um, and I think that's why I get, um, like, that's probably one of the reasons why when I get hurt, I don't see my friends is I get upset because I, I, I invest in them. I want them to succeed and I want them to be part of my life. So when you hear the feedback and, you know, seeing my brother be this emotional person, which is, you know, we've all put up, he's put up just as many brick walls as I have as a typical man. And then you get this other, you know, you get one of your friends writing, uh, you know, um, re reviews and you get another one that's sending you um, private messages saying, hey, you know, do you want to see my dick? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> You're doing an amazing job. I absolutely fucking love it. Keep it up. That's the bit that gives me the energy to succeed. And that's the important bit. That's the bit that we always, always forget. We always forget to thank people. We always forget to say our emotions. So that and that's the I think the most important bit that I liked to see what happened at the weekend with my brother was he showed his true self. He didn't we all put on these masks. We all put on these false masks to everybody. But when you're your true self, when you're truly emotional, it's it's almost like nothing matters. And you could see that in the, for the when he came around the corner and he looked at me and I saw the tears in his eyes and he was openly saying, I'm fucking crying because he because it was unexpected for him. He didn't expect it. And that was just the raw emotion of the situation because he knew he had support. He knew he had a good day ahead of him. He knew he, shit was going to get done and he was going to have a good time doing it. And that is so important. We can all muddle through life. And, you know, I've reflected. I played golf this morning um, with, with, with my, my best mate, Kieran. Uh, we did it this morning. Absolute fucking legend. Uh, he, he's great on the golf course. Um, I, I'm really trying to big him up, but fuck me. He couldn't, he couldn't hit a fucking ball to save his life today. But it was absolutely fucking amazing. But we were talking on the way around, and we were, and we were actually highlighting these, these little things that... Like at the moment, since the pandemic, I have actually shut myself away more than I've even realised. And for the first year I was at work, it didn't really feel much. Uh, the second year, I kind of, um, I took on a new role. There was hardly anyone about. I didn't really see many people because a lot of people working from home. And then I moved to this new role and I've done nothing but work from home. And I was saying to Kim, I was like, mate, I genuinely get fucking anxious. Like if I go to a party, I spoke this before, I get like really overwhelmed and it's like, this is what we're trying to move past. We're trying to be we're trying to sort of get a better understanding of ourselves. We're supposed to we, we're developing ourselves so that we can be able to do the things that we used to do. It's so easy just to sit at home, isn't it? So easy to sit at home. Do fuck all. Shut yourself away from the world. And then when you come out, you're like, oh fuck me. Wow, what year is it? You know, it's almost like that. 
And when you have the right people around you that invite you, help you, support you, make you feel good, give you the feedback you need, because we're humans, we need, there's no point, if you were just going to, if you went into work every single fucking day, and you were early every single day, and you fucking worked your hardest every single day, and you never got, and you went, you, you were the last one to leave, and everything was pristine and done and up to date, and you never got a thank you, what would that feel like? And I know what that fucking feels like, I did it for fucking 11 years. And it's a horrible feeling. I act, I actively go out to say thank you. I went to a site visit uh, last week, just a, a day seeing the site visit, going to do a, an asbestos review. Um, I won't bore you into the details of it, because fucking hell, that's a dry subject at the best of times. And if it doesn't kill, if it, uh, if it doesn't kill you just fucking learning about it, it's definitely going to kill you in 30 years, because it's asbestosis. Um, just a little nugget for you. Um, but yeah, it, it's... It, I went to this site visit and they did a really good job. And when I said thank you to the to the manager there, I was like, "Thanks very much. You've been, you've hosted me well. We had a really good day. You know, I can see some real positive stuff here." She had a real smile on her face, as if she'd never been thanked before. I was like, "No, thanks very much. I really appreciate it." Went back and I instantly gave them, wrote them a, a thank you award through the company, just for doing a good fucking job. And now I know people say, "I mean, we're talking a, a meal voucher, okay?" So. I think it's a £25 meal, meal voucher. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot to, to some people. Some people, it sounds like the fucking world. They're the type of people where it sounds like the world. They're not on great deals of wages. They do a fucking sterling job. They're constantly, the facilities managers, they're constantly being berated. To be able to go out and have a meal with their partner, loved ones, whoever, and enjoy themselves, it's just a, a an easy way to say thank you for doing a good fucking job. And I really fucking appreciate it. That's the important bit. So, and I make sure I do that. I make sure I thank everybody that helps me. Everybody that does the good job. Working around. I, I, I thrive on it. I thrive because if people around me are happy, I'm happy. If people around me are sad, I fucking instantly feed off of that. And I feed off their sadness, which is why I go outright. I, I've been given a bit of a commission job. A bit of a cheeky job, I think, actually. Um... So I, I was overseeing my mum actually today. We I hadn't seen him for a while. The old the old parents, and um, went across there, had a bit of a chat, um, and I'll talk about stigma actually. Uh, and this is the, a generational thing, but I'm, this is not negative, but it's just a bit of a generational thing. And um, I, I went across there, and we were just sort of kind of chatting away a little bit, and um, we were talking about mental health. Actually, I'll tell you the stigma a bit first. Yeah, so we were talking about mental health. And um, it was really interesting that, you know, they're in their 70s, 60s and 70s. So they're, they're the, the generation above me. And um, when we were talking about mental health and we were talking about autism and the spectrum and all that sort of stuff, it was very much like, uh, it's not saying it in a negative way. It's just a generational thing. And I have to caveat that with. Uh, but it was very much like, oh, um, ADHD, is it a real thing or is it just lack of discipline? And I used to think that. Um, believe it or not I, I, I didn't and I fucking found out it's me that was the one that was getting constantly disciplined but I didn't need to be disciplined it was a mental health thing and it's it's, it's, intrig it's intriguing how in t I've learned a, a wealth of knowledge about mental health I've had to for, to understand myself my daughters and, and social media and fucking all that sort of jazz and it's interesting how you can go and get diagnosed by a psychiatrist um, and you know you still have those those 
vastly um, outdated opinions. And I don't hold it against my uh, mum and dad at all. I really don't. I, it's the way you're raised. It's, it, they were raised in a completely different era. You know, we're talking 50s. Um, so they've gone through the era of um, sex, drugs, rock and roll and all the jazz. And you were told, you know, my dad was very much he was in the army. So he was in the army in the in the 80s. Um, so for him, he's, you know, been punished um, as a young soldier in the days where you get away with fucking punishment. So he's been dragged up, if you like, through, you know, he was born in in our growth. So, you know, he's, he's been dragged up through our growth. All these things, you know, so you you can't help but go, you know, today's standard from, from their generation. And this isn't um, saying, you know, it's acceptable, but for, for I do accept it because I just think that they've been through harder times than me. You know, they've their parents have been through the fucking wars, literally World War One and Two. You know, his dad was doing stuff in World War Two where he was a fucking child. Um, they went through really fucking hard times in the 60s, 70s and 80s. You know, punishment, you know, dad, my, dad's from the era where you took a cane and you were fucking whacked at school by cane or steel ruler across the fucking knuckles. So when you're raised like that, it's very hard to look at my generation, and I think my generation is where it's really started to try and look at mental health because there's a lot of people in our in our in our generation where we're massively suffering. Um, I'm not saying just our generation; there is a, a multitude of generations. But and then you've got the next generation, my da- my daughter's generation, if you like, um, and there's obviously there's ones in between, but they're getting a real good grip of it. And all you're seeing is, you know. 50 years is a long time to to be raised in completely different ways so i don't i don't hold it against them at all because they're very much of the ilk of just fucking get on with it mate and i think that that's that very tough generation you couldn't do that nowadays i think that um you know it's one of those things that it's a it's a tough way to raise somebody anyway but they were raised through a, a lot of hardship but it was interesting. I still sat there and went, you know, you know, and I, you've got to look at my perspective. I'm obviously my mum's son, and uh, you know, th- you, when I hear those comments, I kind of go, okay, well, you clearly haven't been listening to me. Uh, you know, you haven't clearly, you don't really. Obviously, there's no belief in me in that sort of sense. Um, and I don't, t- I don't, I'm not, I don't mean in a negative sense, but what that just how it how sometimes it can be perceived. If I was to be a bit fluffy around the edges, I could turn around and go, "She don't fucking understand me." I don't get up about it because, again, I look at it in the context it's meant. It, they, they went through harder times than I did. I fucking get it, and we went through fucking hard times in in the eighties anyway. Um, you know, I think it's fucking nowadays people just don't know what it was like. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's one of those things. You know, we can all we can all say our generations have had it harder. Of course, we can. Every generation does it, and it will happen for many more past my fucking expiration date anyway. Um, so it's, but it is, it's that's how I look at it. Uh, you know, when you sat there sort of talking away and you're kind of going, oh, fucking hell, man. chill out, mum. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I know the struggles. And I go, here I am now trying to openly talk about the struggles and openly acknowledge that there's going to be fucking struggles through life. Um, that's the disheartening bit, I think. And that's where I'm just, I mean, I just carry on because at the end of the day, I'm here to try and raise awareness. I'm here to remove the stigma. I want people to actively talk. I spoke to my brother um on the Friday in the afternoon briefly and he was like no mate you really have fucking helped me um thanks very much and he's another one that struggles he's ex-military he struggles with the emotional side of things I've got another friend of mine who's ex-military who's been texting me saying and I mentioned him in one of my podcasts previously 
he's been texting me saying, you know, fucking mate, uh, this, you know, I'm having a, a good time. Thanks for being there talking and all that jazz. And I'm like, yeah, this is what it's about. This is what life is about. And when you get that feedback, um, it's really, really important because a male friendship, a proper male friendship is a fucking friendship for life. You cannot break a male friendship unless you do something really against the fucking bro code. Uh, and it is a bro code. You know, you don't fucking sleep with your mates, fucking misses, ex-misses or whatever. As long as you don't break anything that's in your fucking bro code, um, you're fine. You're fine. You know, you, that's, that friendship will always be there. Um, but yeah, it's... <laughs> It's just sort of interesting. It's an interesting way of uh, trying to sort of manage things. And it was it's refreshing to hear those things. Um, when I, I'm trying to analyse it now, but it's it, that just goes to show the proofs in the pudding. The hard work pays off. I'm carrying on. I'm talking. I'm giving the gusto. It's helping other people. And that's the important aspect for me. And it's getting him talking about it. And we had that moment between me and my brother, and we've never shared a moment like that for a long time because we're brothers, you know. It's one of those things, fucking hell, you're never going to show each other who's fucking weakest, are you? But it was nice to see that. It's nice to see that vulnerability. And I spoke about the vulnerability. He was vulnerable, and he's opened himself and gone, mate, I'm fucking so happy you're here. I mean, like I said, we had a great fucking day. Um, but hard work, it pays off. It really, really does. And with everything you do, it takes commitment. It really does. And you can slip and slide around a little bit, absolutely. There'll be times where you want to give commitment. There'll be times when you don't want to give commitment. But acknowledge those times, but don't sit and dwell on them. Get up, get back at it. Do what you need to do to get back at that enjoyment in life. I actually listened to, um, I can't remember his name. Um, he's a famous fucking, he's a famous guy, I can't remember. Peterson, um, but I can't remember his first name. He's a psychologist. And uh, he was saying, he says a lot of really, really amazing things. Um, that's why he's like world known to the point where I don't know his, his first name. But, I, but anyway, um, he said a few things. What is happiness? He, and he says things like, when we get to being happy and we all think that that's what we're doing, that's what we, that, we, we all feel like what we're trying to do is, is, is scramble up that hill to get to the happiness. When we get to the happiness, what do we do? Well, do we slide back down and then fucking try and get back up to being happy again? No, there's going to be there's going to be peaks. There's going to be troughs in our in our whole journey of life. But what we try and do is we try to make ourselves manage our mental health, manage our well-being so that when we enjoy those moments, they're truly enjoyable. They're truly memorable. And then when we go through business as usual, just cracking on through life, you know, family life, raising children, etc. You utilize those times because they, they, they create their own memories. But if you do the right things in your journey, you will enjoy every step of the way. Yes, there's going to be days where you don't want to go forward and you fucking don't want to get out of bed. But we're here to manage that. We're here to make that better by stepping out and doing things and creating those new paths by pressing hard on what we're doing and having the commitment to do these things. That's what gives us focus, determination for the next day. And it's so important. Like I said, it's been rewarding. I'm almost 18 months in and all this feedback I'm getting back, is, although it's from my, my close little friend network, it still means an absolute world to me. And that's what we need to acknowledge as well. If somebody's succeeding, acknowledge their success. Say to them, I wish you all the best. 
thank you very much create relationships that will go on lasting because if you look after somebody they will take you with you i've always said that haven't i so that's an important little message today um on my reflection sunday um like i said I love this. I absolutely love it. And I really appreciate you listening. Like I said, I'm trying to invest in a few things. I'm, like I said, the hard work's paying off. I'm selling a few bits and bobs, which is helping me look at, like I said, trying to get myself out of those ruts that have been created by mental health. Trying to just enjoy life. Look after the people around me. I'm even, even through the engagement of doing other things. Um, in fact, I'm going to read this um, message out. So, um, I haven't spoke to this person for, I think, oh Christ, we're talking 10 years, I think. Um, sorry. <laughs> I was thinking like 10 years. I don't think I've spoke to this person and um, literally got a message. So I, I posted a um, I posted a, a picture of this recent artwork I'd done. Uh, it was for my auntie. I'd made a special piece. And I this there's a girl called Amy. She was in the RAF with me and um, all team. We were on the same team absolutely amazing person we just lost we just lost contact um i went through my troublesome times where i hated the world so i deleted everyone off facebook and then i put people back on again then i fucking deleted them and then i got embarrassed so i was like i'm not gonna add anymore because i don't know what fucking what's going on my fucking mental health so i just kind of left it which is why i got like 29 people on there and you know all that because it, it gets embarrassing when you're constantly fucking battling mental health but i put this post up and i didn't and and I didn't, I didn't, this is obviously not pre-planned. I haven't spoke to someone, this person for best part of 10 years. I know she got married recently, uh, she said to her best friend, because we, we were chatting away um, afterwards. She says, um, and this is a really important message. I don't like or post on your posts much, even though I love and sometimes adore them. But I do see it in my feed. And I'd like to take this little opportunity to say that I'm ever so proud of you. Launching your own business is a daunting task. And with your own creations is a whole new ball game. So fucking well done to you. Good people deserve good things. Bravo, as they say in my neck of the woods. That was a really empowering message for me. Because little old me just sat there. Somebody I'd not spoken to for 12. It's got, in fact, it's got to be 12 years. Would have been 12, almost 13 years I've not spoke to this person. And to come out and have that at the right time for me, it was the day that she came out was the day that I'd given my gifts to my auntie and I'd made my first sale on my Etsy store. It was a big message. And then I was getting feedback from the fact that I was helping my brother and not only the fact that I got the feedback, that I'm actually helping him, which is really important. And the feedback from my mates, um, just all positive stuff. And that's what boosts me. That's what makes me drive to, to, to keep talking, keep going out there, keep researching, keep learning, keep developing. It's what I love. It's absolutely incredible. And I think that we don't do it enough. So when you get it, it's an amazing feeling. I mean, let's take away the, the, the whole Facebook fake thing where likes and comments, we all used to worry about that. Some of us do, some of us don't. Um, but just to get a verbal confirmation that you're doing a good job means the world to that person because... When you apply yourself and you add hard work, it means much, much more when people acknowledge it. And when you do that, that's quite an empowering feeling. And empowering is a really big part because you need to be empowered to identify 
progression you need to be empowered to give yourself commitment and passion to do the projects or whatever you want to do develop yourself you need that develop you need that empowering to do it so you've got to empower yourself so yeah rewarding feelings all around and like i said that's that's the beauty of it and when you're looking around when you're surrounded by the right people you're enjoying your process getting into work etc etc enjoying your work life and looking for the peaks and troughs, and if you're in the trough, you're going out for your daily walks, you're eating healthy, you're still keeping yourself committed, so that when you're on the top of the hill and you're on that happiness peak of life, you're you you're you're having the best time of your life. Now that was uh, I'll give you a prime example. So um, I did the moving on Friday, Saturday I was really ratty because I was fucking tired. This morning, bit ratty again. I'm not going to lie to you, a bit ratty. When I first walked into my house, my mum said to me. Um, you're gonna fucking smile then. Um, absolutely amazing. I, I do love mum to bits. I really do. And uh, she's gonna fucking smile then. I was like, yes, mum. <laughs> and she was like, because I was in a miserable mood, but soon perked up. And she's like, fucking smile then, mate. And, and I had a really, really good afternoon. A really good afternoon. Um, and that's and, and that was being in. That was being in good company. I had a really, I had a couple of beers with my dad. Really in, enjoyable. So overall, when you look at the success of being promote or having the positive right people around you, it really does make you feel good. I've had a really good day today. I've had a really good day yesterday. Really good day Friday. And you know, your roller coasters. But even in the peak or the sorry, the trough of losing a, a good colleague of mine. I've got the resilience to go and, and the empowerment and the development to go, no, he's off. He's doing the right thing. Success. Go for it, mate. Fucking good luck. And then pick myself up and go, boom, I'm just going to do this and this and this. You know, it's one of those things. When you when you pay, when you pay put commitment and hard work in, I, I naturally have the ability now to, to look at these troughs as wins. doesn't matter. I might be a little bit low today, but it's just a little bit low because when I'm, I'm going to carry on doing what I'm doing. So when I'm on the high, I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving life. And then that just develops and snowballs and it gives you more commitment. That's what it's about. That's the journey, if you like. So, yeah, commitment, hard work. Please, please, please get stuck in. And it's really important. And this is why I talk about the reason i talk about these little tiny these little tiny reasons and the reasons like 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 the thing of my brother and the thing of my a couple of my good friends the reason i talk about those is because it's really important to acknowledge how good it feels to have a support network how good it feels to be empowered to be yourself and take those masks off and actually reveal your beautiful inner self outer self skin porcelain skin you'll have from wearing these masks all day because we all do. We all put masks on. How many fucking times you get up in the morning and you, you press the snooze button, then you open the top drawer and you pull out your fucking mask. I'm not talking about your fucking S&M mask, you fruity bastard. Um, what I'm talking about, but we do. We put our masks on or we go into the shower, we get ourselves ready and the last thing we do before we walk up the house is we put our smile on. Then when we, you know, if you're angry, you put your angry mask on. All these things, they're, they're all masks. When you're your true emotional self, when you truly identify that you're able to talk to that person with openness and honesty, it's an amazing feeling. And if you can nurture that with the right people, we will all have a good time. We will all look after each other. And it's a very selfish world out there at the moment. So we these are key, key points. Not everybody's succeeding, but we can help them. And the more of us that succeed, the more of us that are collectively having a good time. 
I'm going to leave on that note today because, I, as you can probably tell, I'm a little bit tired. I'm still a little bit tired. I, I've had a, like I said, I've had a good day today. Um, you know, a couple of beers uh, with my dad. Sat in the jacuzzi. They let me sit in the jacuzzi. They've got just because I, my muscles were aching. I was like, can I just jump in the jacuzzi for a quick hour? And um, yeah, I've, you know, I've had a really good time. A really, really good time. And um, a good weekend overall. Like I said, you know, it's, it's really important to look after yourself. It's really important to stay focused. And yeah, and here I am talking to you, closing my week down and um, yeah, building up ready for the next week. Make sure that you're thankful to the people around you. Please, please. I can't say that enough. Um, I always, like I said, I always try and mention my friends because they're important to me. The more you mention them, the more that you're on their mind, the more that you're staying in focus and they're helping and supporting. Um, And like I said, when they thank me, it's really important to say thank you for thanking me. I, I think it's, I know you could say, oh, there's a lot of fucking thanks, mate. It really is important, though, because at the moment, and the selfish, the world is very selfish. It really, really is. A lot of people have just focused on, you know, sort of kind of getting as much money as they can or roller fucking railroading everybody and fucking driving buses over everyone to try and clamber to the top and all this sort of stuff. It's a bit of a selfish place. Everyone's shutting themselves in, working from home. It's it's very easy to do that. It's very easy to do that. And um, I think we need to start growing and, and getting ourselves back out there. So there you go. Thank you very much for listening. I truly, truly hope you have a great rest of the week, the week, whenever, whatever you're doing. I hope you have a good time. Spread some positivity and, uh, and look after yourself. Focus on the well-being identify on what's around you reach out to the people you maybe not have spoke to like i said i've had an amazing message from my friend amy um i hadn't spoke to for 12 years i think it's about 12 years yeah it's got to be um and just a nice message that you know even after 12 years of not talking um you know she's still she's still offering me support and that's the you know that's the the footprint you leave behind is really important and i think that for me is why you know i i left when when we uh, parted separate ways from our squadrons and uh you know we both we both oh sorry <laughs> we both left the air force um it was um you know we kind of a disbanded thing we just we went and did our separate things you know and um at the time we were sort of kind of good friends and we had a, a good collection of group we were all sort of young um sacs if you like and we were just sort of you know it was it was good times and and it's nice and fond brings back fond memories when someone goes do you know what evans i haven't left a comment but here you go you know this is i think you're absolutely fucking fabulous and then you sort of go mate that's thank, thank you so much and it's really important that you do that and try and leave a positive footprint behind you because that will ride a positive wave all the way through your life if you leave a negative footprint you leave nothing behind um and that's what we're trying to do help support love each other without sounding all fluffy and rounded just trying to sort of kind you know just just promote positivity that's what it's about anyway thanks for listening i really appreciate your time i really do don't forget like comments and share spread the word um and jump on please tell me i'd still waiting for you to jump on and tell me about what sort of topics you want me to talk about if anything at all or do you just want me to carry on talking shit (laughs) uh let me know and uh, i look forward to talking to you soon take care everyone bye